What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. I made a mistake I want to share with you. A few weeks back, it's been a month actually, we were deciding on schools, and I wasn't super psyched for my son to go to the public school just because the school acting he was at last year was so free and really met, I think, my son's needs. So we looked at a charter school. Him and I went up and we checked it out, and it was outdoors, and it seemed very, it seemed good. I wouldn't say great. I wouldn't say anything. It just, it seemed like a good place for him. But he's going into seventh grade, and I felt as though I should let him make the decision. But deep down, I didn't really want him to make the decision. I wanted to make the decision for him, and I guess my motives were not pure when I said, I'm going to let you make this decision, because all the weight I put on what I wanted. So he had the choice. You can go to this school, which is a little bit more free, outdoor. We met the teacher, seems like a fun outdoor kind of dude. Or where your twin sister has already decided she's going to go is the public school. And already this battle was hard of would we split up the twins, which we have never done before. And feeling as though based on the way that school structured, on my opinion, that my daughter Presley would be fine in the public school and Brody would thrive in an environment where he had more freedom and was paid attention to a little bit more. So I thought he was going to choose the school that I wanted. So I said, you can make this decision, think about it, take some time, right? And then when it came down to it and he made the decision for the school that I didn't want him to go to, my response was not very good. I said that I was disappointed in his decision and that I felt I shouldn't have given him the freedom to make the decision because when asked the reasoning why, there weren't reasons other than I like the way the school looks and I just feel like I want to go this route. So there was a moment we're standing in the living room and I said, I'm really disappointed with this decision which really who I was disappointed with was myself for giving him the freedom at 12 years old to make a decision that I didn't really, I wasn't really okay with if he chose A or B. I only wanted him to choose A, but he chose B. And my wife was not stoked with my response. I went out and took a walk and 
then I had, you know, I had Warren Rustand, who I did a podcast with a few weeks ago, which I encourage you, 78-year-old man filled with a ton of wisdom. And I mean, his words were echoing in my head. When you let your kid make a decision, honor their decision. I mean, those are Warren's words. And I did not honor Brody's decision. And it was a big learning experience because, and and it took me a few times of going to Brody. And it took me a little while actually to get over it. It took me a little while to get over it. Now, I wasn't mean other than in that moment, I, I, it was mean how I responded to say I was disappointed because in that moment, if I just left it there, what I'm creating is, well, my son doesn't want to make his dad disappointed. So in every decision he's going to make, he's going to think, what would my dad want me to do? Which is not how I want to raise my son to think for himself. Although I didn't, I, although I don't think he thought for himself in making that decision, um, I shouldn't have then given him the freedom to make the decision. So the, the, the fault is on me. You know, if I'm raising my son to teach him how to make decisions, then I need to give him decisions that I think he's ready for. And I was off on this one. And so it took me some time. I went to him multiple times and I told him, dude, I'm so sorry that I did that. We'll see how things go. Um, I want to honor your decision. And and thank God my wife too is like, your response was lame. So I bring this up <clears throat> because there is a a redemption piece to it. I, not a redemption to that necessarily, but I was able to talk to him and tell him, dude, I want you to make your own decisions. I don't want you to make decisions based on based on if you think it's going to make me happy. Like, yes, when you live in community, you want to make sure that we're we're not just being so individualistic that we're not realizing how our decisions affect other people. But that's not what this is about. And, and you and I know that. So long story short with that is he went to the other school, the, the, the public school. But as it turns out, that's not really, that hasn't worked out for th- the three kids. So I have in middle school that hasn't worked out um, mainly because of the current world we're living in, depending on if somebody gets sick at their school, they have to leave for 10 days. So that's just not a good rhythm. So they're starting a different school Monday, which is a school we didn't even know was going to be an option. And so that takes care of that. But now let's move to story number two, where I was able to let Brody make a decision and learn from my mistake a few weeks prior. So for years, Brody's been asking to play football. And we've just kind of said, nah, 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 nah. We've just said no to to it. But now that we moved and we're in more of a chill spot here in Hawaii, um, seems less intense and seems more, it seems fun. And he's older and he's, and he's ready to make his own decision at 12. So we say, okay, yeah, let's, let's do it. So we go to practice the first time and he goes out and he goes to practice and can't wear pads or anything yet. All the other kids are in pads and he's the new kid. And then the second day and we're hustling. Okay. So we're like trying to get all the paperwork together. I just bought a safe from Costco and the safe wouldn't open. Like nothing would work to open it. And that's where the birth certificate was. So it was this huge ordeal to try to get him signed up on that Monday. And then uh, on Tuesday, practice is going to be at three and he comes into my office and he's like, Hey dad, I, I don't think I want to play football. And I'm like, what? I cannot believe that you're saying this. This is what's happened in my head. Like, dude, you were so all about it. And then now 
now you're not too sure. So I walk over to the house with him and sit down just on the couches with him and Sarah. And um, Sarah and I were kind of shocked, like, dude, where's this coming from? And he's like, I don't know anybody. Everybody else has been playing for two or three years. Um, I'm a little nervous about, you know, getting hurt. And so we sat there. And so this is a point where I go, it doesn't matter to me if Brody plays football or doesn't play football. I want him to do what he wants to do. So in my mind, I'm already slowing down and going, Ned, are you really attached to some kind of outcome? Because we don't want to show up like we did last time and check in with myself. No, I'm not tied to an outcome. So as we're sitting there, I told Brody, dude, you don't have, we, so we talked about decision-making, dude, you don't have all the information to make a decision right now. Your decision is based a little bit on fear, whether you want to, you know, get, if you might get hurt or not a fear based on, will you be accepted by these kids and fear on, do you know enough? And so Sarah and I were able to sit and talk with him detached from the outcome, knowing that he was the one who could make this decision. And I straight told him, I know what happened before, but I'm going to honor whatever you decide, but let us know in a half an hour what you want to do. So then I just shared with him a little bit like, okay, right now you're feeling like you don't want to play, but you can't always trust your feelings. So what I want you to do is I want you to go on a walk, go take 15, 30 minutes and base your decision on one, okay, yes, how do I feel? Two, when I look back on this a year from now, how am I going to feel about my decision? Will I be okay with my decision? Don't want to, you know, limit, limit the, I wish I would have. And then kind of weigh out the fears, you know, like what is the worst? What is the best? And, and how, how good are either end of those? So then he comes back about a half hour later. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to play because we told him if you commit to it, we're going to hold you to it. Right. So he says, I'm going to play. So then I go, we take him to practice and it was so sick because this is the second day. He's never played football, smaller, you know, smaller compared to some of the kids. And he's getting to play special teams and he's pretty fast. So they, the kickoff happens. He receives the ball. It goes past him, right? So it's like, it was a kickoff. So the ball goes about 20 feet behind him. He runs, grabs the ball and then runs all the way, dodges a bunch of kids, runs all the way for a touchdown. Now, after the touchdown, he's the only one with no helmet, no, oh, there's two kids, no helmet, no pads yet. I see the coach pat him on the head and I see him walking back to the other side of the field and at least seven, eight kids high five him. When we get back in the car, he looks at me and he says, dad, I'm so glad that I decided to play football. Now, all of that feeling, all of that overwhelming acceptance and I have what it takes was based on him making the decision for himself. I didn't make the decision for him. I didn't get the glory. I didn't get the, hey, dad, thanks so much for telling me I had to play football. Because who knows how he would have shown up if I forced him, which there are going to be things I forced him to do. But this is a moment for a 12-year-old boy to go, I made a decision and it felt like a really hard decision, which it was in his world. Totally get it. And the outcome was, the outcome was he was proud of the decision that he made. Now, will it be that way every time? No, probably not. But he made a decision. 
And then he was the one who got to, to live with the consequences, knowing that he made the decision. And in this case, the consequences were good. And so, my friends, as we raise our children, boy, girl, we must check in with ourselves as we're letting our kids make decisions and go, okay, can I give my, ch- my child the freedom to make this decision? Can I give them the tools to help them make the decision? And then am I going to be tied to the outcome of this decision or not? Because I don't want to shape my kids to make decisions based on what dad wants. I want to teach them the core values of our family and the way that shouts do things. But it can't be from a place of, I am the only one with a thought. It has to be all based on the way that I think. We have to start to give them freedom to make decisions in the construct of the foundational truths that we believe as a family. I am not for do whatever you want to do. Everybody's so individualistic. That That is chaotic. But you know and I know that's not what we're talking about here. So love it. We have an incredible opportunity to raise our children. We have an incredible opportunity to speak life into our children and to prepare them. Like that moment right there with my son, me apologizing for one, you know, teaching him that, yeah, dad's going to mess up. That means that he can also feel the freedom to mess up and apologize. And then two, the decision of, you know, making a decision on his own. And how does he go process a decision that he's going to go carve out some time, weight it based on a few different things, and then make a decision and then go and live with that. So we have a great opportunity to do that with our children. Um, Monday's podcast with Will Lewis, such a rad dude, single dad, fighting for his kid, really so that he can have a deep, loving relationship with his daughter. He's so passionate about fatherhood that he also has uh, Instagram and, and a website all around fatherhood, really encouraging dads to step into their role, which that's why you and I are here. It matters. So Monday's podcast with Will Lewis, really, really good. And then again, just as a reminder, Warren Rustand, I'm telling you, if you didn't listen to that episode, I mean, the decisions that I just made were based on this 78-year-old man speaking life into me, which will forever shape the man and father that I am. So, dude, don't miss out on that opportunity for it to do the same for you. All right. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you'd like me to talk about on here, or you just want to shoot me an email and say, what's up, you have a good guest you'd like to come on the show, shoot me an email, ned at rebelandcreate.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook to stay in tune, and I look forward to hanging out with you next time.